All right, all right. So we're live right now. <laughs> awesome, yeah. Um, so this is Painkiller Nearly. Uh, There's probably not that many people here right now. It doesn't even say. But um, here's the scoop. Kyle and I record Painkiller Nearly, which is kind of an hour-long, like, one-on-one -on -one thing. It's a, a casual yes, version yes. of... Oh, yeah. Crap. All right, all right. So we're live right now. <laughs> awesome, uh, yeah. I um, so this is Painkiller <laughs> Nearly. But um, this is probably not that sorry, many people Echo. here right now. It doesn't even say... But um, here's the scoop. Kyle and I recorded Painkiller Nearly, which is kind ah, of an hour. Sorry. I was getting an echo, and I had two browser tabs open, and I'm like, what the heck is happening? So anyway, Kyle and I record Painkiller Nearly every week. It's available in video form, typically exclusively for our patrons. Um, I, th I don't know what it is. It's like $5 a month or $10 a month. I believe it's $10 a month. You think it's 10 for this? Uh, okay. Yeah. And uh, that's, See, that's, the, that's the, the best one to get because you get so many things. $10 is the way to go. All right. And, uh, and then we release the audio version for free later on. Anyway, just on a lark, we were like, hey, let's do this one live and, uh, and see what it goes. So it's about an hour long, and I thought um, you know, we'd hang out with you guys and, and do our thing. Yeah. You ready to go, to go Taylor? Everybody yeah, good? already. All right. <laughs> Taylor has uh, – I, I don't think he's ever been on one of these. Maybe one. Maybe, maybe he's been on one. Uh, his demanding schedule uh, means that getting him to – to do one of these is just about impossible, perhaps in the future. Um, so what do we want to talk about? Lots of stuff has happened. I think uh, I usually start with stuff. a bad joke. I don't know if you want to start with a bad joke. Ah, oh, I love the bad joke. <laughs> All every right. Time. So I tell a joke. The only promise is it's every week, and sometimes I don't do that, and that it's bad. So uh, here it is. An engineer dies, and he's sent to hell. He's hot and is miserable, and he decides to take action. The air conditioning has been busted for a long time, so he fixes it, and things cool down quickly. The moving walkway motor jammed, so he unjams it. People can get from place to place more easily. The TV was grainy and unclear, so he fixes the connection to the satellite dish. Now they get hundreds of high-definition channels. One day, God decides to look down on hell to see how his grand design is working out and notices that everyone is happy in hell, enjoying umbrella drinks. The devil asks, what's up? Or he asks the devil, what's up? The devil says, things are great down here since you sent us that engineer. What? God says, an engineer? I didn't send you one of those. That must be a mistake. Send him upstairs immediately. The devil responds, no way. We're keeping the engineer. We like him. God says, if you don't send him immediately, I'll sue. And the devil laughs, where are you going to get a lawyer? <laughs> That's funny. That's yeah. funny. Yeah, well, then I didn't hit my mark. It's not supposed to be good. It's actually not that bad. It's, it's a little drawn <laughs> out for, yeah. for, for, such a, for such a weak punchline, but, but, but yeah, that... that that's comical. Okay, I like it. It's, it's definitely a bad joke, though, so you nailed it on both fronts, I suppose. All right, then. All right, then. So what do you want to talk about first? We, we were discussing before um, Game of Thrones was huge. Obviously, the season finale, mm -hmm. uh, uh, season five, was huge because they've pushed so far into the books, much farther than anyone anticipated for this year. At least I, uh, oh, I yeah, didn't I think. thought they were going to finish books four and five. Four and, I, I didn't think they would finish four and five this okay. year. I thought that... I just didn't think that we'd be to you know to the max like like with do we want to talk about do we want to go with that first is that our first topic Game of Thrones? Okay then. All right, guys, be advised there might be spoilers in this conversation. If you're not caught okay. up with the books in the show, then that's a thing. I see. Uh, I see that there's been a bit of a, a mutiny, if you will, against uh, the the show online. I, I I see people on Reddit saying they're done with the show and everything. And to that, I say. I know where you're coming from, but you know you'll be back. You, you have to, right? You, you got to hope that maybe they redeem themselves in some way. So I guess that I, I really loved this episode until it got to the end. 
and it and for about 20 30 minutes after the after the end of the show after the credits rolled i i felt i i just felt like there was a, a heavy weight in my in my chest i felt a little sick and then i i, I realized that there's no way they're actually going to let Jon Snow be dead, right? That the the red the red woman is totally going to revive this guy next season. That's where we're going from here, right? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Um, is, fuck. So, in the book, and this is only a slight difference, as he dies, he's saying "ghost," you know, the, his dire wolf's name, and a lot of people think that he wargs into his dire wolf. And I'll just close. They say the audio is crackly. I'm closing anything down that might help with that. Um, so, so he like wargs into his direwolf, and a lot of people think that he becomes the direwolf and sort of lives on in that thing's body. There's a handful of people that think Melisandre or the fire people will bring him back to life, although we haven't seen that in the show before. There are people that think, well, yeah, we have, we we have seen it. Remember, he uh, they brought a uh, Thoris of uh, or whatever back to back to life after um, you're right. the hound you're right. killed him. In the book, they bring a couple people back to life, but in in the show, they did bring that guy back, and like nine times, I think they brought him back several times. It's yeah. a bunch. Um, I think John's dead. <laughs> I don't know. I I, I see. It, you can't tell. I don't. See, here's the thing. John's not dead. Sansa's not dead. Theon isn't dead. Sansa's definitely not dead. And um, 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 Stannis is not dead, in my opinion. I don't think any of those characters died. Remember, remember uh, but Sansa and, uh, and, and Theon jumped off the fucking castle wall uh, at the end of their segment of the, uh, of the episode. You know, uh, a, a seemingly like deadly fall, which I think is going to be broken by some snow. Yeah. <sighs> I'm prepared to give out a book spoiler. Well, then don't. You're bad at that. Stop. <laughs> no, resist the urge. You're, the, you're, you're that adult walking by like the line for Santa Claus at the mall. You're like, he's not fucking real, kids. <laughs> you're wasting your time. <laughs> Just let it go. But yeah, I, uh, that's what I think. And I don't think Stannis is dead either. I, I think he's got, a, he's, got a, he's got more to do. And I don't think Brienne just chopped his head off. Yeah, the last thing he said to her was like, uh, "Do your duty." So uh, I, I feel like she's gonna think that her duty has something else, uh, uh, maybe related to saving Sansa, which is what she's there for in the beginning. So we'll see. But I like the episode a lot. Uh, the whole thing with with Cersei walking naked through the um, through the the city was pretty intense. And uh, but then I realized that that definitely wasn't she wasn't she wasn't naked. Uh -huh. um, I don't know how they pulled that scene off, but like that's not her naked body. I know. I think her the actress's name is like Lena Hedy, Hedy or Lena Headley or something like that. Right. But, um, she was in Three Hundred, and she has a she has a nude scene in that where you can clearly she see. She has her an boobs. awesome nude scene in that. She her, the nude scene in that is one of my favorite nude scenes. That and the um, Woody, li Woody likes the doggy style I, in the movie. I, I, so here's the thing. I talked about this last painkiller already. It's true. Kyle's right on the money with that. When I see two people having sex in like the backseat of a car or a missionary in a bed or something like that, it's like okay, these two are you know a couple that has sex, whatever. But when I see like some girl getting like hit from behind in a sex scene on um on you know like 300 for example, it tells me that these people people don't just like each other they lust each other their love is deep and strong and and like i don't know i i it, what i feel like the storytelling element of tagging it from behind is a strong one 
and and it tells me more about the couple than they're just married. It tells me that they would fucking do it again right now. That's that's what I I gather from that. Maybe I'm alone. No, definitely so. But anyway, <laughs> in that scene, uh, you can see your boobs, and they're very small. And the whoever the actress, whoever the the body double was, had much bigger boobs. They're definitely not her. Uh, they CGI'd her Ooh. head onto that body. I would say. Uh, which is kind of lame. Uh, I, I felt like this was the show that, like, you know, there's lots of gratuitous nudity. That yeah. seems like the foundation of the show seems to be like nudity, violence, and tw- and like the good guy doesn't always win. In fact, sometimes, in fact, often the good guy loses. I so. thought this show kept a whole like like a dozen naked chicks on set just for whenever they thought of it. Like, you know what? Yeah. Bring them all in. We're gonna have a room full of naked women that the that the that the main actors walk through for kicks. And, and I know that a lot of those actresses are, are actually porn stars, like um, um, Tyrion's love interest. Um, what's her name? Remember um, his the, the the prostitute that Tyrion Sasha? brought in. The- was it Sasha? Was it, you're asking me a few for seasons names? Ago. Yeah, it's a few seasons um, ago. Anyway, but but sh- that actress is a porn star. Was a porn star. Like they they drew oh, specifically. I. I, I actually uh, have my. You watched the porn. I may have oh, okay. seen her work. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, fair enough. It was like um, this but, is the character from Game of Thrones, and I'm like, what? Really? Definitely is. I've seen her work. I'm a fan. Well, they they just don't seem like they uh, they're gonna do that anymore. I I feel like it's I feel Shay. like they're really Shay. That that was the char- yeah the character's name. Uh, so yeah, lots lots less nudity. Uh, I feel like using a body double's cheap. I feel like that's cheating, and. Uh, I don't know. Overall, the episode was good. Khaleesi's left in another pickle. We'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not really too afraid for her for whatever reason. Uh, I'll be, I'll be shocked if anything bad at all happens to her. She'll probably end up leading that that huge Kalasar, uh, <laughs> you know, and adding them to her. She um, always lands on other top, armies. right? Yeah, right. You know, she like, gets sold by her like father figure, and suddenly she's the queen of the land. You know, her husband dies, and suddenly she went from one army to three. Like, you know, Tyrion, I think, in the show put it really well when he said, like, you know, you started this with no armies, no dragons, and no, I forget what the other thing, wealth, and you've managed to acquire all three. It's like, "Hmm, that's that's a good thing. So, So, yeah, I'm I'm just not afraid for her. I think Jon is totally getting resurrected. Uh, I think Jorah and um, uh, Dario Naharis are going on one hell of a journey. I, I, I... it won't be cool though. I know we all want it to be cool because those seem like the coolest parts of, of stories. I feel like it's when like a couple of really cool heroes break, take off on a quest together to travel somewhere and do a thing. Like that's that's right for good storytelling. But don't worry, they, it won't be good at all. Like Dario and Jorah will just arrive somewhere <laughs> and then they'll cut up like eight minions, cut them to bit pieces, and when it was supposed to be eighty minions and like a wall of crossbows or something and fire and dragons. And then they'll go in and like they'll they'll get there and the Khaleesi will have con- convinced all those wild men to come fight with her and they'll be like come Jorah lead my wild man army and and that'll I, be that. I'm starting to think that Ger Martin is incredibly important to this series because D and D whoever they're like Dan and Dan or something they they do the show mm-hmm. um, left to their own devices they do really shitty stuff like Jamie Lannister and Bronze buddy movie 
thing over to Dorne and back. Jamie Lannister and Braun going to Dorne and trying to rescue her could have been a really interesting storyline. Instead, it was absolute shit that we had to suffer through all season long that didn't happen in the book. That wasted time. Wasted, wasted time. time that could have been spent on Arya or it could have been spent on of every week are precious. Yes, absolutely. I like, like I'm I, here's my problem with Game of Thrones. Uh, bigger than bigger than the twists and and some people feel like they're just be at this point they're just killing the people you love for the fun of it rather than uh, they feel like it used to be sort of that the good guy doesn't get away with uh, mm-hmm. with bullshit anymore. Like good guy, bad guy, whatever. If it's a situation where you should die, you're gonna die. Like that's just how life goes, and 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 it's supposed to be a fa- it's supposed to be fair storytelling in a way. But it feels like lately they're just kind of tearing wings off a butterfly or something yeah, like that to fuck I, with you. I don't mind that though. What I don't like is I feel like even though it's the the most popular, uh, biggest grossing TV show of all time, their special effects are still bad and their battle scenes have still not come together. When if you want to see a really good battle scene, I was saying this earlier. Go watch Braveheart. It's on Netflix right now. You can see when when, when the Scottish and the English meet up in the field of battle with long swords, axes, hammers, crossbows, and longbows, which is exactly what these battles would be like. It's blood and guts and just gore, and it goes on. These battles go on for like 15 or 20 minutes. D&D need to go get Mel Gibson on staff and let them, sh- and, and maybe they'll learn how to do at least one battle well because they haven't had a good battle in the entire series. And I worry about the change. Like, if you look at the parts that weren't in the book, they're typically awful, like Bran and Jamie Lannister's trip to Dorne. Like the, when they diverge away from the Ger Martin material, then it just turns into garbage. So that's a concern. Hey, there, there's a, like a, a riot in the chat asking for Fallout talk. Oh. So I, I, I mean, yeah, I played Fallout a couple of times. Um, you walk around in the desert and there's some cactus and people. And, um, and, and that's my favorite part. I love when you're walking around in the Mojave Desert and the moon's over your shoulder and you look down at your pit boy and, and, and you know, you, you get your fucking rifle out, start sniping some fire ants. And then the next thing you know, three hours have passed by and you're in a cave somewhere reading a sort of a mystery novel while you fight off mutated uh, animals. I, I love it. So Fallout 4, is it a prequel? Like looking at the trailer, it looked like it was a prequel. No. Um, it, okay. It's, it's, it's all in the same universe. It's, it's some aspects of it take place before the, um, before the, uh, the war started, it looks like. But it looks like it's going it's to be sort of a flashback thing. But the, the post-apocalyptic landscape as it exists is kind of in the same time period with all the games, I think. But I, okay, it just be, did the other games start literally from the bombs dropping like that? Um, no, they usually have like an exposition at the beginning that kind of explains. They, so, there's kind of like a... I'm inferring a lot here, but I, I, I'm starting to wonder like maybe there won't be a bottle cap monetary system developed yet, right? Because these people are just emerging. No. Well, see, they're always just emerging from the, the vaults. Uh, the fact that there's some material in here that takes place before the bombs drop in no way changes the, you know, the time framing that our hero is coming out of his vault. Um, so, so in all the games, you know, it's for the first time. It's usually like the first person of his generation to actually come out from under the ground. You know, they've been down under for a generation or two. So okay. it's, it's always kind of like that. Um, but it's there's a lot of stuff they introduced. The, it looks like the weapon mods are going to be just ridiculous. Uh, one of the things I like that they introduced there's tons and tons of items in the world, like te- everything from teddy bears to tin cans. And in the past, there's been very little reason to collect many of those items. 
Um, there's just just tons of components and parts. I can't think of any that right now. But now um, that you're going to be able to craft using all those parts, like a toy cars do stuff, glue does stuff, some copper wire is going to do stuff, and you can combine them all together to make things like. In the example I saw, they were combining like a toy car. Um, Maybe a toaster and a, and uh, some glue and some other things, and they were making a scope for a rifle. So that looks cool. The craft, the weapon crafting is going to be really cool. There's tons and tons of uh, variations. It reminded me a lot of Borderlands. There were so many different kinds of variations. But the and and you know you put put mix and match components, make your own variation. Uh, the the base building. Uh, I'm I don't know what, exactly what they're calling it. It's like it's sort of a crafting thing where you can build your own little house and shelter. Yes. Yeah. That looked I- cool. My my uh, Minecraft self was like, huh? Well, how does this base building work? How do you build up your fort? What kind of craftability exists in this thing? I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I, I don't think I'll be interested in that part of the game at all. Because like mm-hmm. every time I play, I, I mean, I always have a house in Minecraft or an apartment or something. But that's just where I stash my stuff. All I want, all I want there is like necessities. Yeah, it's yeah, really, it's, it's really just a storage uh, locker for my shit. All about getting out, not building. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really like that aspect. I like exploring. That's because there's, it because it is an open world environment. I'm always like wanting to go deeper out into the world and like and and find something new I've never seen before. Like the the storyline bores me pretty quickly. I, I really, oftentimes veer off the storyline and don't really care about it after about the midway point. I end up just kind of just just exploring caves and uh, and and going in vaults. And each vault has its own little. Uh, like mystery story, you've got to piece together about what went wrong and what was going on in that vault, and it uh, it takes a while to clear a vault. You know, you got to go lay it level by level, and it gets some of them are creepy, and there's mutated creatures and murder and death and mayhem, and there'll be wild people down there with chainsaws and shit. So I don't know. I love Fallout. Fallout 4 looks amazing. The the graphics looked in, looked incredible. I'm excited about that. I may have to get a whole new gaming rig just to, <laughs> just to fully experience what that game's going to look like. The graphics looked incredible on a PS4. Now, you know, I'm, I'm not silly enough to think that what I see in a game trailer you know, will actually happen, but they said, like, that this was all real gameplay that we recorded <laughs> off a of PS4, and it was like, oh, that, it's not a CGI trailer. But then again, you know, like, Witcher, which I haven't played but I'm told is great, that looked amazing, and they downgraded the whole thing, so... They might do that for Fallout too. They always seem to. We'll see. I hope not. I, I yeah. regardless, it's going to look a lot better than you know the previous games because as much fun as Fallout Three and New Vegas are, I, the, the, you know the graphics aren't that great. Uh, the voice acting is terrible, mm-hmm. and uh, I feel like there's just not enough voice actors being used. I guess they're doing a great job for the fact that there's only like a handful of them. All doing they need is Roy Detrice. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that they've got one guy doing like dozens of voices and you, yeah. you pick it up after a while you're like wait a minute weren't you the, weren't you the same guy at that store back there aren't you the sheriff <laughs> yeah exactly like, you can't be the sheriff and the mayor and it's like it's bullshit I didn't like that but this uh. it looks like they've spent some money on this I like that it's based in Boston um, I don't love that it's based in Boston I think there were other things they could have done I didn't want one that was based I had a cool idea for this I don't remember what it was um, I, I said it on a past PKA um, you know where I would want this thing to be but uh, I don't recall now but anyway I think that the, having it at Boston opens it up to, for a lot of cool things MIT is in Boston the Massachusetts Institute for Technology mm-hmm. so I bet there's gonna be some crazy tech loot there uh, maybe the Brotherhood of Steel is set up there utilizing that tech or something like that 
some cool storylines will definitely be had there. Um, Harvard, some Boston too. There's some. There's a lot of you know, a lot of tra- uh, old school stuff in Boston. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited about the game. It looked great. It exceeded my expectations. Uh, I, I, the uh, the character crafting looked really cool. I saw that whole demo. Um, I like that Fallout has color in it. That's been talked about a lot. That it's much more colorful this time around. Mm-hmm. I like that as well. Um, uh, the updated VAT system looked looked really nice. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck that you can have a dog with you and that he's supposed to be better. Um, I, I like. Dude, like I, I, can I interrupt? So after I saw, I guess it was COD Ghosts. They interviewed me and asked me what I, what I thought of it. And the interviewer led off with the question, like, well, obviously the major innovation this year is the addition of a female character. And I'm like, wait, what? A female? I don't care at all what sex my character is. I want to know about the maps. I wanted to know about the kill streaks. I wanted to know about the gameplay and the movement. Does it, is it still smooth? Like, there was a lot I wanted to know about Call of Duty, the new game types. Like, I cared about that. Girl? Boy? I... I could have been that Robot. fucking Who cares? predator thing with the skinny dreadlock, the whatever. Doesn't matter. Doesn't all matter. All that customization, they always like, hey, would you like your character to be dressed up like Mr. T? Like, not really, because then everybody's going to be like, kill Mr. T. Like, fuck that <laughs> shit. I just want to be average Joe, like, white guy with a helmet on if I'm playing a first-person shooter. I don't want flames coming off my head. Any of that bullshit. Uh, and, I, and I'm not willing to pay extra for it. And I'll, I'll even pay extra if you leave me alone and make me a normal guy. Yeah. I hate that I, it, it's, it's a different thing. But in Minecraft, I wear a cape. And uh, it means people kill me the second they see. It's just kill on sight. That's Woody. Kill that guy. Um, I'm dressed. I'm Kyle from South Park, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, 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 we didn't spend too much time figuring out <laughs> what it was going to be. But I think we nailed it uh, perfectly. That, 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 that was my Xbox avatar forever as well. Cool. So I always thought that was funny. Um, so let's see. Uh, last last bit of Game of Thrones talk. talk I will say uh, oh, the mountain that rides uh, was um, seeing him come back into play. While I don't, I think they could have done better. I, so I, I disappointing. Still, I still thought it was pretty cool. Just to, that we that we see that he's up and moving again. It's nice to to do something. Uh, I wish they'd done more though. So he's taking a holy vow of let, silence. Let me make a short story long on this Game of Thrones thing. I took um, so Cersei's walk. She's supposed to get like progressively more and more like broken emotionally. And I took this music appreciation course back in college, way, way back. And uh, I can't name the piece, but there is a piece, a song, where the drummer plays louder and faster for 45 minutes, right? So for 45 minutes, he's supposed to play louder and faster in a straight line, right? And these guys, of course, they're like Carnegie Hall or whatever, they're amazing at it. But if he gets louder than quieter again, or if he goes faster and realizes that the guy kind of picked up too much and backs off, then he sucks. He has to go 45 minutes in a straight line. I was waiting to see Cersei do the same thing emotionally. In the book, they make a big deal out of the fact that like, they shave her to sort of shame her. And in the book, they shave her pubes and armpits and arms and everything. But uh, the, the idea is they're kind of dehumanizing her. And she's bald when she does that walk, I think, not just short-haired. And you know when they take her clothes off, Someone else had done this punishment, and they're not in the book, but they just told of me you know, in the past. And uh, and that person like immediately like broke down and started whimpering as they took her robe off. But Cersei kept her chin up, her pride about her, shoulders back, and she was just going to walk. And in the book, just like in the show, 
she kind of broke, right? You know, it, at first it was just like a stumble and then it, she was supposed to progressively get like worse and worse and worse. And until the very end when she's like on the ground, ready to give up, but she's just a hill away from the castle. And um, I didn't really feel like seriously nailed it or whatever, Leona Helmsley or something, when I don't know her name, the actress. Um, I felt like she came out and was okay. 10 seconds in, she's broken and just remained a same level of brokenness throughout the entire walk. Like well, maybe it's because her head's just CGI'd on a body, so she's not really even reacting to anything, probably. That's a, yeah. Dude, what? I don't even know what's going on there. Like, is, is she the one walking through the crowd, or is the naked chick the one walking through the crowd, and they're just putting her head on the naked chick from a room somewhere? Is she too like, big a hotshot to get naked? Like, if I compare her body now to um, her body in... 300? Like, no, when she was hitting it with Jamie Lannister in, in season one. Will I... I don't think she got naked. No. Ever. Maybe I'm I wrong. I don't think we've ever seen her naked. Maybe you're right. I feel like there are a lot of people that got naked that suddenly, like, they all had it written out of their contract. Suddenly they're all Daenerys. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, but that definitely wasn't her naked. And I, I love the comments she, that are saying, like, talking about, like, how hairy her bush is. And, and it's like, well, that's not real. She's wearing a merkin. Like, yeah, like, a merkin. Like, like, it's a yeah. hairpiece for your... Uh, vagina. <laughs> Kyle's like, don't censor. I, I love that you <laughs> censor yourself. Like, what was you gonna say, Woody? Oh, what it's a mystery. Nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's called a merkin, and uh, I don't know if, if that actress is wearing one. She might have rocked a bush. Totally but, no. But the, the lady that shaved, uh, cut her hair in the book, shaves her her pussy. There you go. Oh. That seems a little harsh now that you actually say it. You right, just, that's why I censored it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just censor yourself from now on. That that didn't, I didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, more from E3. The um, the Microsoft the controller, came with a new controller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, poor scuff, right? Like, I don't know. Like if if if. All right. So first of all, I got nothing against scuff. They make an excellent product, and they've sent me a lot of them, and I, I have a lot of them. Uh -huh. um, I don't have one within arm's reach, but. They're very good. However, if I'm them and I see this this new Microsoft controller, if you haven't seen the uh, the video for this thing, there's like a 30, 45 second vi promo video for it. It does everything the scuff does seemingly and more and better and sleeker and with a warranty. You know what I mean? And I bet it's not as expensive as the scuff is because the scuff is quite pricey. I bet this thing is like a $75 controller and it does everything. It has the buttons on the back. It has um, customizable uh, directional pad, customizable joysticks, the triggers, um, trigger stops that don't involve that special Allen key that we've all lost now. Um, it looked really cool. It looked like it could do anything and everything you wanted. And Ask a Capper doesn't have a reason to make videos anymore <laughs> because finally he has full-on button remapping on the Xbox console. So you win, Ask a Capper. <laughs> I've you got a couple of wanted. things. That's funny. I forgot about him. One, <laughs> uh, I think you may not have the latest and greatest scuff controller because it's toolless now. Two, scuff has been staying in front of Microsoft for, what, four or five years? I'll admit Microsoft just took a leap forward and presented some competition but they've never beaten Scuff before. They're like the New England Patriots of controllers. They just seem to win every time. I wouldn't be at all surprised if Duncan was like, ah, all right, but can it fly? And we get fucking hover controllers coming out in no time. Or who knows? Um, 
I don't know. Th this thing looks amazing, and what I also fear they may have done is they may have put some sort of DRM in there so that Scuff can't make a controller, or, sc or, or Scuff mm. might have a hard time modifying this this controller or something. That's possible. If, but I, I feel like Microsoft spent a lot of money to kind of take Scuff's, uh, you know, their their that whole their business, business away, their whole thing yeah. away from them. Yeah, we'll see. So, I don't know. I I, I my I've been so impressed with all the work Scuff has done that I don't see them going down easily. I see them still being the one. And oh, and by the way, Scuff is willing to. It's it's hard to say out advertise, but they'll certainly you know get it in front of de uh, not decision makers, but like they'll get the controller in, in in the hands of thought leaders and and stay relevant. That's what I think. They'll have to do something big because this thing looked really cool to me. Like <laughs> I want one. Like 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 I. I really do want one now because of just all the things it does, and it look. I, I like that the joysticks themselves were. Just, it seemed like Legos, like you could just pop and play and uh, move things around. So we'll see. And and the trigger stops look, look cool as well because I, I always want that. Huh. We'll see. Um, yeah, I don't know, but it's interesting. You know who's going to win in this thing? The consumer. The consumer. Absolutely. Always yeah. does. Good yeah. news for us. That's um, pretty cool. Oh, he, I didn't see this. I just heard about it. The Xbox One is going to play Xbox 360 games? Yes. That's a big deal to me. Like I, uh, Is that an update or is that a hardware thing? I hope it's a software thing. Right? 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 I hope. In my head, like, I, feel like, I felt like it was a little bit of a stupid question for me to ask. But uh -huh. on the other hand, I was like, is it? Because it's like, are, are they going to flip a switch and, and make the machine I have in my bedroom suddenly start playing those 360 games? Because if so... That's great, but if not, if, if there's like going to be an Xbox 1.0, the 1.01 or something, then that kind of sucks. You'd think it'd be possible to write an emulator. You know, the, the Xbox One, I'm pulling numbers out of my, these are PKA stats, but the Xbox One's going to be like five or ten times more powerful than the Xbox 360 was. Mm -hmm. So, you know, even the overhead of an emulator should be able to easily be, you know, there's like a 20% overhead on an emulator. They should be able to do that. They just have to write the code. And the optical reader should read those discs. So I, it, it seems like a thing that they could do. You know, does it have Good. enough RAM? Yeah, tons of RAM. They, I want to say the Xbox One, did it have a gig of RAM? And the PS4 had dual 256s or something? And the new one has like 8 gigs of RAM. Like it's, there's tons of extra space. They should be able to run a couple F360s in there. Well, but good. We'll see. Oh, I'd someone's like saying Call of Duty 4. It's an emulator app is what they're saying in the chat and um and something else. Oh, that it doesn't play from the disc. That I guess you oh. maybe you install it or uh, you download digital it. Download. One yeah, of those okay. Two. Well, that's a shame that it doesn't play from the disc, quite, oh. quite frankly, because I have the discs. But it says it reads the disc and downloads it from the cloud. That's, if that's how it works, and that sounds great. Yeah, the disc is essentially your DRM. Very smart. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Oh, That'll be cool then. I'm I glad they gave me one. I have mail. You know how you have that P.O. box? I want a P.O. box. I want to get it set up. But even without a P.O. box, I got some stuff. I, go ahead. All right. Kyle and I are going to have uh, fan gift wars, I think, right now. We're going at it, and uh, I, I'm not going down easy. Let me see. Kyle, uh, where's the rest of my stuff? Ah. 
You can't hang. We'll see about that. <laughs> I have seen your the booty you pull in before, and, and this is going to be awesome. Go ahead. I'll match you piece for piece. You want to lead or you want me to lead? <laughs> All right. Bam! <laughs> I think I, that's really funny, but I think I win. Bam! <laughs> this is me as Aquaman, right? I have a candle that smells like napalm. Oh, yeah. That's, that's from us. Yeah. Yeah. It keeps going. I have Keep Calm and Carry. That's from you, too. Yeah. Along with a couple professional Russian things. He really sent me an order from this. Yeah, you got some stickers. Dude. Everybody does. <laughs> I have... Um, you got a whole bag of stuff. I just got... Oh, I got something even better. Oh, yeah? Does it beat this? Because I got a fucking butterfly knife. Yeah, it does beat that. I'll be right back. Really? He can beat this shit? I, I thought I had, like, the best fan gifts ever. Ah, I fucked it up. So, when I first got this thing from the box... Here's the thing. This is a butterfly knife, right? And it, the, the open it, you flip it back. Flip it here, and then flip it forward. I don't know if I taught that very well. But it's just sort of two flips. And you can do that again and again. And, uh, hold on, I was just talking to everybody, Kyle. And I thought it was a standard that if you held the one with this thing on it, that you're safe. Because the way it works is I never let go of this. There are flippers and people who do this amazing. But I'm not one of them. I just hold on to this. And that means that every time it hits my hand, it, this safe, the dull part of the blade is hitting it. And I'm fine. So, but I took it out of the box and I thought you held this side. Now, either I'm wrong or it's not standardized because I immediately gave myself this cut on my knuckle <laughs> because I held the wrong side of it. But, um, go ahead, Kyle, what do you have? I got a letter from a guy. He said he was a big fan. Mm -hmm. uh, he said that his fiance left him while he was in boot camp uh, or he was overseas, one or the other. And, uh, and so he sent me his engagement ring. Holy shit! Oh my god. I have a letter from a guy too. Um, Get this thing to focus better. Oh, this is about the knife. It, uh, he gives me a, a list of things. Wow, Kyle. I can't believe you got an engagement ring. Yeah. The, about the butterfly knife? He says, a while ago, you explained the concept of headset. Something about how a cheap headset does 80% of the jobs. And an Astro A40, like being a better headset, is 20% better, but, but like far more expensive. He goes, that's, that's the deal for this, too. This is a clone of the Benchmade Balisong, like their butterfly knife. And uh, he says, it's 80% is good. And then the expensive one would be uh, far more. But I have more stuff. I'm almost out. Let me just double check that that was the last thing in here. The last thing I have is a Spyderco Everyday Carry Knife. And oh, wow. I thought You're this thing was pretty cool, too. So, uh, so I had one of those. I lost it. Did you? Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I had. Is it digital camo? It is. I had the. Mine, I think mine was gray, but yeah, I had the same thing. Yeah, I'm really psyched about this. I, I've. To say I've got into knives, like, there are people who are into knives who would say, Woody, what you are is not into knives. But um, 
I've been weighing more into knives than I've ever been before. I have an everyday carry knife on me now. And, uh, and he sent me two options for that. And my knife collection's kind of growing. And, and uh, I guess as a fan of the show, he knew exactly what I would like. So I thought it was super cool. So yeah, uh, thank you so much out there. I don't know if you wanted to give this. That's an expensive knife. It is. Dude, this, this setup that he gave me, like, I, I, like he shipped all this to me. And there's a couple framed pictures. There's the candle. There's the cup. There's two knives and some stickers. Oh, that's all from one guy. Yeah. Like, hey, what are you doing, dude? We send me like <laughs> uh, sending Woody all this great stuff. I, I and uh, so anyway, getting, thank you so much. Like, I, I don't mean, know if you want to be outed in terms of who you are, but uh, but I know who you are, and I appreciate you out there. So thanks I, so much. I mean, th this ring looks really nice and everything, but I just don't know if I can wear it, it, it outside the house. I, it, it seems like you would hawk it, but that also seems like something you're not supposed to do. The whole thing is confusing. Well, I, I, I don't think it's very expensive, so no worries there. All right. That's pretty funny, though. Yeah, you should get yourself a P.O. box. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, I, it's, <laughs> it's always fun. It was funny when I matched I your mean, picture dick, of you. I mean, this enormous <laughs> dick that I got. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's hilarious. I, like, <laughs> black and white, too. Like, like, but that was his choice to make it black and white. Uh, yeah, that was his choice to make it black and white. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to think we had some other topics lined up. Fallout, Game of Thrones, the, the new controller. I don't know. If, I don't have a lot to say about it, but there's a new Minecraft thing, which I think is pretty exciting. So uh, did you see the video at all? It's two minutes long. All right. Well, there's something called, I think, a halo lens. It could possibly be called a hollow lens. So forgive me if I messed up. You know, messing up names is my thing. I think it might be HoloLens. You think it's a HoloLens? All right. Because I feel like I read it more than I heard it. So I messed it. I, it is. I definitely read it more than I heard it. Yeah. And uh, so they have like this holographic like surface table. And they made a Minecraft client that uses it. And it's three-dimensional. And it, it like listens to your voice. And you can say like Minecraft lightning strike and and where you're looking at on the map a lightning strike goes in which i totally want i want like like i wish i had factions fire sitting here next to me and i could just like smite people being dicks all the time oh <laughs> you're what like, if you oh. were represented in game by an enormous you like like here comes woody <laughs> boom <laughs> just shoot lightning bolts out of my eyes and blast people and stuff but then he could like raise the map and and you know see underground and stuff and see, why does it do that see it's just, just in and out like like for people it has that something don't to do know, with skyping with you when kyle talks to me and seemingly only when he talks to me his camera has a mind of its own it yeah. works fine all other times but when he's in a skype call with me you know he zooms in he unzooms i, I put the yushanka on her uh, it's a good look. Oh, I have a thing. Uh huh. I got a new dog. Oh, that's yeah. Well, let's see this thing. Yes. All right. I'll, I'll tell Jackie to make the dog make an appearance. Hold on. Okay. Wait. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll holler so that I know she heard me. Oh, thank you. My daughter overheard me. She said she would make it happen. Okay. Okay. So, uh, so is this the um? <clears throat> I guess we could talk about it before it gets here. It's not yeah. too much surprise. It's, a, it's the Black Great Dane. Yes. So this thing. It, it, oh, I'll warn you before you see it. It had its ears cropped, so they're like taped together right now. 
Yeah, and, they were uh, fine when Woody found it, and Woody was like, "I want a legit Great Dane," and, <laughs> and and they were like, "No, we don't do that here. You have to take it somewhere else to get its ears cropped." And Woody looked up online how to do it, and he used like sheep shears to my everyday do carry it. knife. Yeah, he did. Yeah, that's what he, <laughs> yeah, he did it himself with his Leatherman mini tool. That you know, those little scissors that he said would be good for cutting a thread off your shirt, also good for cropping puppy ears. <laughs> so the he, the truth is, we don't. I guess we don't believe in it, like it's Santa Claus or something. And uh, but the dog already had his ears cropped. If you see him, he's 15 weeks old. And uh, my daughter almost like put her foot down, like, "No, I want nothing to do with the ear cropping industry." But uh, we thought that it was like racist or earist or something. We're like, we really like everything about this dog. We wouldn't have chosen to have the ears cropped, but it is what it is. So he's got to wear tape on his ears for another week or two, and then until the wounds heal. They'll just stand up all the time. I'm afraid they're like sensitive or something. Like I, I, I don't want to bang them. You of know, of course, right? Like if we cropped your ears, like I think they'd be sensitive for quite some time. I guess. I, could, I don't before know. I, before you want anybody like rubbing them and like roughing them up or but anything. You should see this dog. He's magnificent. I don't mean to overhype him, but like he's just a beast. You of just like, said he was magnificent. Yeah, right. <laughs> he is. He's. I don't he's, mean to overhype the puppy before it gets here, but think magnificent <laughs> just you want that going in okay <laughs> dude right. the dog he's got bigger feet than my full-grown dane he's he's all black like it, it, not that this matters to me like I, I i like my mutt too but um if you see him you'll just be like oh that's what these dog like snobs are talking about this thing like i think it's cute when the dogs have what they call socks like white feet and they're otherwise black hello oh, shit, that thing's huge <laughs> he's he's Three days old. <laughs> Three days. This <laughs> poor thing's ears. <laughs> I know, right? So here, let me. Let me oh, it's so both sad. Of these down a little bit. Oh, Katie, Woody! Why? Why, Woody? My ears! <laughs> oh! Uh, Ender. Now. Now when I hear the sound of scissors clink, I piss myself. <laughs> He's making fun of the cropped ears. Enders. <laughs> I, I don't want to like traumatize the poor guy. He's very sweet. Hello, Ender. Yes. Like, he just woke up. He just woke up. Oh. So how old is this dog? 15 weeks, so almost four months. That's outrageous. That dog is bigger than a lot of uh, adult he's, dogs. He's 55 pounds, and he should gain another 100 or 120. And cultivating mass. Yeah, he's cultivating mass right now. I uh, I gotta try and pick him up, but I. I can oh my god, those off. feet! Like those feet almost look too big. Jesus Christ, what is he? But look at that poor dog's fucking ears, guys. Look at that poor dog's fucking ears. Looks like he, he he looks like a World War One veteran who just got home and they bandaged him up all, <laughs> all old timey fashioned. <laughs> Is that duct tape? Like what? The <laughs> it's so sad. Oh, the poor okay? thing. It looks like there's like a splint in there. Look. Look. Bite. Oh yeah. Now now he needs yes. to be hanging out with that picture. He needs to be spending a lot of time. Ender, sick him, sick him, like the. Bite the picture. <laughs> no, not that. Woody's last dog really had my we had it out for. We need to train our new dog to hate Kyle too. That dog is so big for. Oh my god. Ah, oh, he's really he's really good looking dog though. Look at his look at his head. Look at his paws. Look like they could. 
Are you a good boy? It looks like he's holding on to Woody's hand, like a <laughs> like 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 in in the movies when you whenever you see a person morph into a werewolf, there's that middle phase between person and werewolf. That's where this dog exists. Look at those hands, as big as a fucking mouse. I, I like that mouse for uh, for scale. I wish we had a banana. Look into the camera. Look into the camera. The cameras are here. Okay. You get what you get. <laughs> All right. Thank you, honey. Okay. I killed a toddler once. <laughs> so that's our new dog. Um, I don't know. Yeah, he's, he's, he's very, very sweet. It was one of the things that, that we were so concerned about. It seems like... Do you want me to carry him? Oh, please carry me, Woody. My <laughs> paws be, I'll be right back. Slippery. I won't be long. Your magnificent hardwood floors are too slippery for my puppy paws. Oh, now this is the life. Carry me, human. That dog is going to be so fucking big. I, I'd hate to be the intruder that goes over there. These things, it's if you've never seen a dog that weighs 150 pounds, it, it's... It's weird because there's somewhere between pony and dog in a, in a realm that I wasn't comfortable with and, a, and I'd never experienced before. I'd seen like Rottweilers and stuff, which are like large, scary dogs, but those Great Danes are extra, extra large. I'm back. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah. People are like, what did he do to his ears? Is that not here? I guess they just got here. I don't know. But um, he's the leather man. <laughs> Kyle says I did it. I didn't do it. We looked all over. This dog was actually from Georgia, and uh, I think it was. Not the one, don't though. blame that on us. <laughs> <laughs> no, it might have been Florida. I don't know where the dog came from. I know Jackie met halfway in South Carolina, so so that's a hint. And um, But the dog is 15 weeks old, so the breeder cropped his ears like to make him stand up like that. And uh, we don't like it, actually. We wouldn't have chosen it, but we're not so earists, we, so we took whatever I, dog we got. I'm glad you mentioned that because I found a uh, a dog doggy plastic surgeon. Uh, it works out of Palm Beach. Very, <laughs> very pricey, but I know that you are going to want what Ender would want. So we'll get we'll we'll start moving forward on that. Uh, there's going to be some grafts. Uh, they're going to bring in some special doggy. You want to put ear the ears back to the way they yes, were? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. We, we found a donor dog. Uh huh. A, a lesser breed, if you will. Um, the ears should match fine, but we're going to, you know, get him some ear implants, get the, get shaped that back out for a Dude, more natural look. To hold the ears up, there's like shotgun shells in each ear. Are like you familiar splints. with this? Well, yeah. I could see them, and I was like, they're like a splint on the inside, and the, and the ear is sort of wrapped around it to form it, and it as it as it heals from its massacred state. <laughs> he was magnificent, though. His hands. Like they looked like my fucking hands. They were his, his, his like each claw or finger, I guess, whatever you want to call it. Like each, his paws look like a werewolf, like when they're mid transformation or something. He, he really, like, you have to get the uh, like to see him in person. It's amazing, and he's so sweet and gentle. So like it, just to touch his fur, it's like I, it, the dog's been bred. Both his mom and dog were, and dad were champion show dogs. Like literally both. Not just like, oh, there's a champion in the line. No. Champion bred with champion to make that dog. He was the biggest one in the litter. And he's just a freaking magnificent beast. Albeit, magnificent. Albeit with cropped ears. He, Colin named him. So I named Buddy if you say that. Um, 
he came with a name and we decided to keep it. Jackie named Jack after her father. Uh, Harley, no, Hope named Harley. Her, her coat is called Harlequin. That's what that cow print thing is called. So she named it Harley Quinn because she was going through a Batman phase. And uh, Colin named Enderman. So we call him Ender. Well, that's a good name for a magnificent dog. It's a shame that you had him mutilated that way. <laughs> I didn't have him mutilated. Just, I, I know that's what mutilated. Jackie wanted. So. <laughs> it was a, like I said, there was a family discussion. Hope was like, you know, not into it. And, uh, um, but, you know, we were like, ah, we really like to think. And I don't like puppies. Like, I like puppies and everything, but I'd rather have dogs. Like, I'm more of a dog guy than a puppy guy. You're halfway there with that guy. You skipped all the, like, shitting on the floor. He's That's literally crate-trained and house-trained. And, yeah, yeah. uh, and, and especially, with like, you just moved into this brand-new fucking house. That, right. Like, it, it'd be a shame to, like, have the dog peeing on those floors and, you know, making a mess somewhere that, you know, you'd then have to... It's... Yeah, something's going to happen, but this will be better than any a normal puppy situation. Of course, yeah. totally. Like, 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 yeah, totally. You're not he's, starting from scratch. He's teething, right? He's going to be teething. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. So we need to be like Maybe really some of those doorknobs might start p appearing attractive. That's what like. Have you ever seen a big dog chew a doorknob? Mm -mm. They will chew a brass doorknob until it's just they punch holes in it with their teeth. I've seen dogs chew doorknobs to to wow. like nothing. No, our Danes have never done that. Um, yeah. They haven't actually chewed anything too bad, as I think about it. But Dak I, is a monster. Dak yeah. has Kev, Dak has Kevlar toys now. <laughs> yeah, uh, Kitty told me that Kong toys don't hold up. The Kong no, toys just get ripped apart. And no, such. they're so tough and so stiff when you hold them. Like mm -hmm. I can barely flex them at all. It'll be like a donut, but it'll be like like you can't bend it or Does flex it. Does he have it. titanium teeth or regular teeth? Regular teeth. Okay, just um, checking. <laughs> you don't know, they, they do Dex. That. Yeah, they, I they do that when dogs lose it. Like like I know military dogs, uh, maybe police dogs too. But when they lose a tooth doing something, they'll replace it with a titanium. I, tooth. I've heard. Yeah. I don't know if it's true, but I've heard they do that preemptively on some of those service dogs. I read specifically that that wasn't true on Reddit once. I think that's kind of a myth that okay. they, 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 it's only for replacements. But who knows? Um, yeah. But yeah, he's got regular old teeth, but they, they seem to chew through just about anything. So we got um, uh, the body armor company to make him some Kevlar toys. And uh, I don't know if he's chewed through them or not yet. I, I, I haven't got an update on that. But People who watched yeah. my videos in the very beginning might remember Dakota, my yellow lab. He lost teeth. And we had to, they like built it back up with silver filling or something. And uh, he had a couple root canals. That was, he was a really expensive dog. <laughs> yeah, root canals. Jesus, why don't they just pull the teeth? Oh, because um, he's a lab and labs are really mouthy. And there are four teeth. It's all, the way the vet tried to, like, as she was laying it out for us, she's like, it's his hand. This, you know, he's a dog. He has one hand. It's his mouth. And those four teeth are his fingers, the, like the canines on top and the associate. So he lost, like, it'd be like losing a finger or you could, you know, like root canal and get it repaired and everything. And we're like, ah, you know, I, I was really fond of him. You know what? He used to help me get better at hockey. Like I'd have a ball and I'd just sit there and like do all this stick work. And he'd try to take the ball off my stick and I'd like pass it through his legs and stuff. And he'd sit there and practice hockey with me all the time. <laughs> and it's like, well, I can't let my hockey buddy not have like a finger. So, <laughs> you know, so we had his tooth all fixed and everything. So, um, 
Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. My um, my dad's always been the same way. He spends a lot of money on his dog's upkeep. Mm-hmm. Uh, ridiculous medications. You know that dogs have the same complications humans have, and I, I think you know you, you always hear about people putting their dogs down, and like when you really think about it, we put dogs down for things that like you know if your grandpa had. We'd probably do something about it. You know what I mean? Like, like, like if that was Grandpa and, instead of Spike, we might work on that diabetes. But, you know, but my dad, like, his dog gets diabetes, and he's like, well, all right, I guess, guess insulin shots for you or whatever, you know? Like, like he just goes the extra mile. Like, like it, they recently lost a Jack Russell that was, like, 14 or 15 years old. She'd mm-hmm. been, she'd had him for, they'd had that dog forever. And uh, at the time it died, it was on like multiple pills, a nebulizer machine, you know, one of those uh, breathing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I've never like, seen uh, one for dogs, but carry they, on. No, no, they they make a puppy. Uh, they make a um, a, a mask that specifically fits dog snouts. Uh-huh. So this so this dog is wearing. They're like he's it's like sitting on the couch with my mom watching TV, wearing the mask, and the and the machine is very loud. It's and, and the dog's just fucking doing its breathing treatment. It gets done, and it's over there. <laughs> like the dog coughs like a person with it's got this awful cough oh, dude uh, I, but i have a nebulizer story it, I, i've told it before so i'm just gonna run through it but my friend best friend in high school had cystic fibrosis and uh one of the symptoms cystic fibrosis one of the things it does is it, it creates like a mucus in your body way more than you'd want so you know it's in your mouth but the, that's not a big issue because you can spit or whatever it was in his lungs. It was in his testicles. He just like his whole body is kind of mucusy, whatever. So um, uh, it got harder and harder to breathe. And I did a video about it once. But he wrote us. He wrote me this letter that pretty much was like it was half a goodbye letter, you know. And um, he was dying. That that was a thing. And he needed a double lung transplant to save his life. And he was like the perfect patient. You know, he worked out super hard. He played tennis to keep in shape, which was really important. Like if he falls out of shape, he can't get back. It's just dreadful. Like he he needs to save his life by exercising. But he could only exist with oxygen on. So like he literally played competitive tennis in a league in New York City with a backpack on with an oxygen tank in it. And he would just play, <laughs> you know, with the O2 flowing. Seems, was... che- seems like cheating to me. I'd like to play I'd like to play competitive sports with an oxygen right. tank on my back too, right? Next like... paintball trip, I'm bringing the O2 oh, with me. That's my newest accessory, the O2 <laughs> tank. Right. Fucking, right. It's, just like, it's like powering on the gun. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah. Power on the camera. Beep. Get the scorpion tail engaged. All right. <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> fucking, you know the straps going over my ears, mask down. Like uh, this is next level. This is next yeah, right. level. Why is your Why is your paintball gun need two tanks? This one's for me. <laughs> yeah, and I'm uh, like Bane out there, straight O two. Perfect. So uh, you're in trouble, children. I have come to play. <laughs> we thought he was gonna make it, and they like you know they brought him all in for the double lung transplant and everything, but it was a false alarm, and that happened a second time too. And it was real, like, it felt almost tragic. And then he actually got his double lung transplant. And now he routinely takes his kids out surfing. Like, he has cystic fibrosis still, right? It impacts his fertility. It impacts his digestion, etc. But his lungs don't. Like, they don't get it. Like, it, for, for the rest of his life, he will have CF, cystic fibrosis-free lungs. They're cool. Just, yeah, I, like, it's not a problem anymore. Well, he, I would become some sort of a like uh, an, an an organ fiend. I think I'd be looking for some new balls and some new intestines. I'd be 
whatever it took, you know, kill, oh, go to some south. I, I, they're doing a head transplant. Yeah, there's an Italian doctor right now doing a head transplant. It's a thing. So, I, I, so the person who's so the body is the dead thing, and there's a live person, and they're gonna take a live person's head and put it on a body that's freshly dead, right? Yes. Yes. Okay, because that's the only thing that seems feasible if I think about it. it I, uh, at first, I thought they were gonna like add a head. Yeah, and I'm hey, like, won't it be a different Mike. person? Because okay, okay. Now I was commuting so much cheaper now. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. I was born in the 70s, and the 70s weren't that far removed from a time that, like, like anytime somebody died, they thought it was a heart attack. Like, why'd this guy die? He got into a car crash. Oh, yeah, yeah. Car crash caused the heart attack. Like, heart attack was the only kind of death they knew shortly before there was me. And um, uh, people also thought, like, really thought, like, scientists and doctors thought your soul was in your heart. So as they were first doing heart transplants, which is like 20 years before me, but you can imagine this is like the 90s to you, that, um, that uh, they, they thought that if they put a new heart in someone or an artificial heart in someone, that person might not have a soul. And there were like medical, like, like, oh, what does happen when you switch your heart? And I feel like I'm living that now. Like, if I literally put your head on a new body, is all the shit body. that makes you, you, just in your brain? Like, are we totally. sure? 100%. Yeah, totally. We're the, all up here. We're all up here. Cause we're, yeah, just like, like in Futurama when they got them in the little, uh, you know, the, the liquid, the little jugs or whatever. All the heads. Uh -huh. Totally. That's how it works. Yeah, you could just be a head. You ever see that old Russian video where they got the, the, the German Shepherd's head cut off and it's still alive and they're just like feeding it like with tubes and stuff and the head's just like, what the fuck is happening? So I think we can, <laughs> I think we can by and large agree that we are just a whole bunch of chemical reactions, right? You know, whatever's going on in your head, your thought process, etc., is some sort of chemical and electrical reaction, synapse father firing, etc. Who's to say that if I give you an 85% new you, that that doesn't have a serious impact on the chemistry of your brain. No, nah. you don't think it might so. Have, it, it, I mean, I'm sure I'll be de sure it could change like some basic stuff, some dopamine levels maybe or something. Like maybe like this new body's cholesterol level is higher, and that makes me depressed or something. Like something minor, but I'm not gonna be a right? new me. Or like, I okay, I'll throw one out there. Maybe the new body's testosterone production is much higher or new, much lower. And now all of a sudden you're like a much more or less aggressive or moody version of yourself. I don't know. But the brain regulates that. The, your balls don't just say, more testosterone. Your brain says, more testosterone. And then the balls do it. So it, that's not going to happen. Like, hmm. I don't think, but I've never sewn a head on another uh, body before. So uh, they're doing the operation right now, you say? Or... Uh, so the opera, I, I, this is a different article than the one, same guy in the thing, but he's hoping to perform the surgery in December of 2017 and it'll probably take place in either America or China. Um, I read in, uh, it was just a headline. I kind of skipped the, the article, but the headline was that he's actively working with American like surgery centers, hospitals, etc., uh, to let him perform the surgery there. Uh, the doctor is Italian. And um, he appears to not be a kook. Like my first, you know, like head transplant, this guy's a kook, right? Like, you know, he's, he's off the rocker, off his rocker, and, and this isn't a real thing. But it appears 
that this guy is actually a world leading surgeon. Like, you know, like maybe the guy that oh, should I believe be it. the first transplant. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I believe it's possible and I, I'm sure they'll pull it off. But I just feel like so here's the thing, like your quality of life going into that could be so horrible. You don't know what you're going to feel. You don't know what, what your existence is going to be like. Now, I don't think you're going to be a new you. There's going to be, there's, if, if, if they put my head on your body minus your head, there's no Woody left for me to like get a sense of. That, that I do know. Like You're not going to continue to haunt that body. I will have control over your massive lung capacity, <laughs> your award-winning dancing legs right down to the, the, the super powerful calves, every bit of it. I'll be able to swim like Aquaman. Control the, I think I'll be able to control dolphins, but probably not now that I think about it because I think that's, <laughs> that's, that's just a Woody thing. Right, yeah. But yeah, but but like there'd be no you left. Like you, some of your body chemistry might affect my brain chemistry, but I think that would all get circulated out after a while. I think the main problem would be like getting the connection made at the you know the the the, the base of the spot from you know getting the connections made so that That's my brain it, right? can do things. I yeah, feel like there's tons of paraplegics and quadriplegics whose spine we can't repair and suddenly he's going to be like, yeah, well, <laughs> dude, fuck it. No, no, no. I'll just reconnect everything. I'm like, well, they can't now, do that in Star Trek. I feel like maybe if, if like you have the body, if the, you know, the, the body has died of natural causes and, you know, seemingly, I guess the guy whose head they're going to take off He's like dying of something related to his body. Like, like maybe mm -hmm. he has cystic fibrosis. Maybe he, that. Maybe it's something like that. Whatever. But uh -huh. he needs a new body. So I would imagine that they, you know, very They're not going to guillotine his fucking head off. You know, they're going to very carefully surgically remove his head and leave the wiring intact. I suppose. So you got some frayed ends the, on either side to <laughs> to connect together. The head donor <laughs> has spinal muscular atrophy, oh. which. Yeah, I, you know that's not something I'm familiar with, but I do know all three of those words. <laughs> there you, exactly. <laughs> I know what that means. He's all fucked up. <laughs> it sounds like body. <laughs> it sounds like his body is slowly atrophying because of some sort of spinal issue. And, and I, I have um, I have so in my left forearm I have damaged uh, nerve here, and that means that I can't use these fingers very well, and they atrophy and etc. And and I'm just like, oh, that's what it is. His, it, because of his nerve isn't able to send his signals to the muscles, he has spinal muscular atrophy. That's got to be what that means. Perhaps. In any case, it sounds like he has something real fucking bad, mm -hmm. and he needs and a new body. Pro yeah, that sounds awful. So yeah. it's got, it would be the, such a huge fear going into something like that, though. I feel like you know, if I'm going in for a heart transplant, I'm like, okay. You know, there's there are statistics on heart transplants. Like mm -hmm. maybe one in six people die. I don't know what they are. I'm making that up. But I'm just saying, going into it, you could look that up and you would know. Mm -hmm. Your doctors could tell you. You know, we got a good feeling about this. You're you're strong. Blah blah blah. The left ventricle looks good. You know, they could get they could be like, you know, you got a 90% thing going into this. But with this, they're like, well, Jimmy, as long as we don't damage any of the nerves too bad while we're removing your fucking head. <laughs> I think yeah. we'll be okay. Well, you know, not okay, but we'll get you attached. So After that, it's a real crapshoot because none of us have ever done any of this before. What if it was this? What if it was, hey, you know what? We're in kind of a tight spot here. We have a good donor, but it's a chick. Oh, yeah, totally. I prefer a chick, right? Yeah? Yeah, yeah, because I think you're going to be so <laughs> fucked up going forward that, like, you're going to want some tits or you're not going to get anywhere in life. Like, <laughs> If you're a head transplant, like you're gonna, 
you're going to be discriminated against everywhere, I feel like. I, you know what I did see? This is kind of the opposite direction. I saw those, uh, those twins that, that just have the one body and the two heads. I saw a bunch of pictures of them on the beach the other day, like bikini pictures. Uh-huh. Uh, that, that's always shocking every I got, time I see it. I have one more topic before um, we wrap the, the PKN. Did you see that fucking chick who works for the NAACP who's white but pretended to be black? And now she says she's trans black or trans racial. Racial. Trans racial? Is that what she is? This crazy motherfucker Dude, had this a black guy pretend to be her daddy. <laughs> there's 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 I saw a screenshot of her with this black man and they're on camera like smiling like I saw the meme orange is the new black uh, you know because she's just really tan and yeah, orange yeah, yeah. and she's got her hair permed and frizzed out to, to make herself look look more black her and her parents said that she always kind of identified as black and growing up she was like more just in sync with black culture than white culture but she's white she's I saw both her parents they make right. white kids like it's not a close call it's and not one of those things hilarious. where like one of the grandparents is black so she's like three quarters white but if she wants to identify no no she's funny white is even now when she's like admitting this whole thing that she actually is white but she is she's still using sort of a black accent and I saw I saw another meme making fun of her have you seen Tropic Thunder do you remember when Robert Downey Jr. played the black guy and I even don't think I've in, seen it you haven't seen it? No. Oh, wow. Okay, so here's a tidbit. I bet this will interest you. So Tropic Thunder is basically uh, a bunch of actors are trying to make a movie, but the movie's going poorly. It's a Vietnam movie, and so to toughen them up and to get some good footage, the director throws them out into actual Vietnam to like get a taste of the jungle. But it's supposed to be like jungle with training wheels. Mm -hmm. He steps on a landmine and dies, and they think that they're acting in a movie and that the landmine was fake. Ben Stiller's got the head. He's like, eh. He's like, I know fake, I know fake blood when I see it. And he's got the head stuck on his AR-15 and he's like waving it in the air. Meanwhile, actual like heroin um, drug dealers, like jungle militia, are seeing this and they're like speaking in uh, Vietnamese. Like they're like, they have no fear of death. Like, like, they're, they're terrified of the actors. And so, the, long story short, the character that Robert Downey Jr. is playing is a black guy and he's gone under this this controversial pigmentation surgery so he's actually black uh -huh. he refuses to break character even though he realizes they're in real shit not acting anymore he's like i don't break character to the dvd commentary so, <laughs> so everybody's comparing her like like now that she's admitted but she's still going on with the accent like she's not gonna break fucking character oh <laughs> There has to be trans something that can benefit me. Transracial, yeah, yeah. She's, no, she's, like, she's transracial. I'm trying oh. to, to leverage this into something that could help me or you trans -financial. or us. Transfinancial. I am, <laughs> I am a super wealthy man trapped in this body. <laughs> right? I, I, am I trans genius? Am I? I don't know. I, I, I'm, I, something. <laughs> I've got to figure out something. I need to be trans something to uh She's hilarious though. She's she's such a fun. She's so fun to make fun of and and and, uh, and I love it. I black people Twitter is hilarious. They're, yes. they're, they're like Oh my gosh. Uh, lots of funny posts on there. Um really good stuff. Really good stuff. She's a perfect target to make fun of cuz she's so <laughs> ridiculous. And she's done such a shitty thing, you know, because clearly that's a position that she's taken from an actual minority This that, is that the greatest. She pretended to be black to <laughs> get job like, from a black guy. Like, <laughs>
It's so like every so all white people just think she's a mockery and just a hilarious like punchline yes. and and black people are genuinely offended that this fucking white person has come in and taken she, somebody's job yeah. like pretending to be black. She's talking about the struggle and all this shit and they're just like motherfucker. Please tell me that the day she went to get a loan, she switched back to white. Oh, <laughs> just, oh. just went back and forth as whatever fit her. Like I'm I get not, this I'm job as a black woman, I get a loan as a white woman. You know, her mug shots, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love it if she played both sides of that coin all the time. That's that's great. You should watch Tropic Thunder, though. Check that out. That's really good. It's Ben Stiller, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. was nominated for an Oscar that year uh -huh. for his performance as this as this black guy in a comedy. Really? He, 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 he lost to Heath Ledger for The Joker. Huh. Uh, you know, he couldn't really go Could any other way, I guess, that had. year after he died and everything. All right, so uh, that's what Painkiller Nearly is like. You can go to patreon.com slash pka here. I'll spam a few links in there. Uh, I'm trying to... There. Uh, if this interests you and you want to get the show every week, then uh, that's where you get it. Uh, go check out the donor levels and whatever. Uh, if... I'm told that all the people who... Uh, you also get PKA a day or two early. Yeah, you get PKA. The, the, the things are there, but um, check that out for sure. Uh, people who sign up for Patreon, I'm told, are taller and sexier. So so that's a thing. Uh, I hope you guys liked PKN. Uh, we just kind of on a lark decided to do it live this time. Mm -hmm. and uh, And that's that. So bye, everybody. Later.